I'm very envious of people like that where, where they can just they can meet people. I'm not. I've never been one of those people. Right. I, get, I get awkward after three minutes. Once we get past the, oh, what do you do? Oh, neat. You like chicken? No? Time to go. I mean, and then three days later, I send them a Facebook friend request. Does anyone local sell hand-knit slash crocheted sweaters to be worn by chickens? Looking for a gift for my mom. Wait. So her mom's a chicken? <laughs> right? I mean, I mean Avatar's a cartoon. Maybe she's a uh, chicken-human offspring or hybrid. Well, if I recall correctly, Frank sat when at the bachelor party. I, I talked with Frank quite a bit. I'm a people person, Steve. Yeah, of course. I know. There's nobody that likes to make friends more than my co-host Kyle. Oh boy. Yeah. It's the sound of the season right there. You know, a lot of people love sleigh bells and ho ho ho's and they you know, Christmas isn't the season until you know they hear some holiday tunes. Well, for us, <laughs> it's the Christmas rap. Yeah. By our uh, friend. I keep thinking that somebody's gonna come in and rap, like right on that downbeat. Like right here. Listen. Go! Kevin nope. Kevin just creates the beat for somebody more talented to drop than Steve. He, he paints uh, the scenery. Do you think when, when Kevin goes into the studio to mix down Christmas rap, he just turns his hat on? He just turns it around backward? <laughs> Slightly sideways. And he's now Rap McCloud? <laughs> like, Kevin Rap Cloud? <laughs> Kevin McRap. He has to put himself in Kevin the correct... Ma- Kevin McRap. He has to put himself in the right mindset <laughs> to be able to formulate this beat yeah. for a holiday rapper. Boy, I'll tell you, this is Urban. He's never felt more street than when he created this Christmas rap. Kevin McLeod, for those unfamiliar, is a man who somehow makes a living by posting royalty-free and copyright-free music on the internet. So if you watch a how-to video on YouTube, or yeah. if you watch a you know a kid playing a kid streaming video games and it's a, a song playing in the background, it's probably from Kevin McLeod. How the guy makes money, no idea. Well, I, are you and I the only ones who care anymore about yeah. using music? Like because we talked about and we we talked extensively last week with our uh, about our friends and uh, fellow podcasters Frank and Eric. Mm-hmm. And they just play a song every episode. Every episode, they do. Like, but a lot of the songs that they play are by, and I mean, they're by bands that nobody's ever heard of, right? So, but even still, like, even like just YouTube in general usually yeah. has a pretty good uh, robot running behind the scenes right, there. Yeah. That as checking, soon as they, checking algorithms and stuff. Yeah, and I I can't imagine the fourteen year old Twitch streamer or person reviewing is following copyright license and laws. You and I are it. Yeah, we're the last of the honest people on this in this world. We're sitting here printing the uh, accredit accreditation accreditation mm-hmm. on sure. the end on all of our podcast notes. Yep, for all of this <laughs> for all this stupid Kevin McLeod music that we find. Yeah, every week. But yes, Steve. It's the holiday season. It's the holiday season. It Solstice is, season. It is Saturday, December 21st, 2019, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle podcast. Uh, getting a little bit of a later start today because it was um, it was Christmas morning here at the Steve house because we're going to be away for Christmas. We're going to be we're on Monday morning. We're leaving to fly to New Jersey, back to the motherland. Sure. The, uh, the old country, as I call it. You've already got... Uh you, what's your carry-on like for a trip back to Jersey? Mm. You've got just uh, loose pasta. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's actually a bag made of pasta. Oh, good. Like we, I just make one really big ravioli. Yeah. 
and stuff. But all- you don't seal the top. Yeah, we just stuff. In. We stu- well, we stuff all of our stuff in there, and oh, then we-, we seal the top. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then you know, probably a, a jar of some type of you know sauce. Yeah, of course. I mean, come on. Whether so- it's Alfredo, what it doesn't matter. It's nah, nah, it's, it's got to be it's got to be the Sunday sauce, the red sauce. So yeah, we're going back there, and um, first, so we we'd first, had first, first flight for Evelyn. Uh, we'll get to that. Yeah. So we had had um, obviously a bunch of people have sent gifts and stuff for Evelyn for her first Christmas, which has been great. So they we've just taken them and put them under the Christmas tree. So we decided since we won't be here on Christmas, we were gonna like dress up in our family uh, family pajamas this morning. Yeah. So we all Annette had ordered us some. Matching Christmas PJs. Welcome so we, to the club, so man. So we all had them on. Daddy-o! daddy Yeah. And it was funny, too, because a little while before you got here, I said to Annette, all right, I got to run upstairs and change. And she said, why, do you think Kyle would make fun of you for your Christmas PJs? And uh, I thought, no, I don't think he would at all. I no think way. Kyle would be on board with that. We have our own set at home, Steve. There we go. Right, we've got our matching red and black mm-hmm. plaid uh, pajama pants. Very soft. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. And we've each got our, I believe they're defined as raglan tops, so they're kind of like those uh, half to three-quarter yep. sleeve yep. shirts uh, with different stuff on those. But, yeah, I would have been on board. If you had told me, I would have invited Katie <laughs> and Reed. And just brought your, worn yours over all here. All worn our PJs. We would have watched you open gifts. Brought, maybe bring a gift or two so you guys can open them. By so we got we got all of our uh, family gifts opened, and um, it was nice. It was, I mean, granted, Evelyn didn't know she was asleep most of the time. You just throw a gift on her face and <laughs> yeah. say, open this. Open this thing. Quick, come on, Mom, I'm next. <laughs> I'm next in the circle, Evelyn, so pick up the pace. So we got all those open. It was it was beautiful. It was a, it was a fun time. I'm looking forward to Christmas back in New Jersey. So and, the whole uh, clan will be there, all the- uh, The whole gang. The yeah. nephews, the the. the Brother Mike, obviously. Mm-hmm. Sister will be everybody. Yes. The whole Everyone. group. As far as I know, I don't think that... Now, do you all pile into your mom's house? Is like, is it like one of the, the opening scene of Christmas Vacation where... Kind of. The doorbell rings and she opens everybody. Doesn't even just, say hi. Just walk just in, a, yeah. talking and yelling at each other. Um, well, the, the first test will be on um, Tuesday night. We're going to my brother's house for Christmas Eve. Sure. So, it'll be my brother. My sister-in-law, Carla. Um, they're two boys. Mm-hmm. My sister, my brother-in-law, Brian. Mm-hmm. They have uh, my niece and my nephew. Mm-hmm. And then I believe, because Carla, my sister-in-law, has three sisters. I believe that two of them will be there with their oh man uh, their significant others. I would assume that Carla's parents and... Or Carla's mom, probably Carla's mom will be there, and it's going to be a zoo. Like my mom, right? But, I mean, the, my the ki- my the aunt and uncle alone. usually go. The kids alone is going to make it like fifty decibels louder than yes. you're used to. Yeah. So let me ask you this then, Steve. Yeah. What is the Steve family tradition, or the thing that has always that maybe you haven't? Well, you've been uh, Bahamian vacationing the last Christmas and Florida uh, vacationing last last yeah. year. Well. Bahamian. Oh, sorry. I believe uh, Jamaican oh, vacation. I, I, mean, I didn't mean to insult. Jamaican me crazy by saying it was a Bahamian vacation. I didn't mean to insult. Um, oh, God, I forget. Where was it? That, and that was went? Sandals, Jamaica. Sandals in Jamaica. Sandals, Jamaica. It's on the northern like the south coast. Side. Oh, the no, northern, no, northern coast. coast. Okay. We don't talk to the Southsiders. They are scum. Wow. The Civil War reincarnated <laughs> there on the sands of Jamaica. Uh-huh. Um, what is the Steve family tradition, you know, between your, you know, that you can, you guys used to do as kids, you and Mike mm-hmm. and, and, and your mom? Well, when, we were, when there... we were kids, it was, um, we would go to my grandparents' house on Christmas Eve because right. they lived like 20 minutes away. We'd open our gifts from them, then uh, drive home and go to bed, open, wake up the next day. Uh, sometimes... My mom and my dad would make us wait. Like, my mom would make breakfast on Christmas morning, and sometimes we would have to wait until after, after we breakfast. ate yep. to open gifts, which, like, when you're it's seven torture. years old, it's complete torture. What is um, the thing? Well, maybe it's a food item, but is there something that you've been thinking about knowing this trip's coming that you're like, man, that's it's going to be like putting on an old shirt. Yeah, you know, there's, it's just going to feel right. Is there anything that stands out to you that you've missed? Well, for a while, my family did the um, on 
Christmas Eve, it's the Feast of the Seven Fishes, which I Hang absolutely on. hate. Hang on. What now? The feast, I, this is something yeah. I've never... Okay. So there's seven fish that you'd eat? Feast of the Seven... Yeah, I don't Could know I if Could I swap this... it out for seven chicken tenders? Uh, the Feast of the Seven Fishes, um, also known as the Eve, is an Italian-American celebration of Christmas okay. Eve with dishes of fish and other seafood. So it's, um, just, so it's fish and other... So you're yeah, having I don't crab, know. I, I'm assuming that there was there's some kind of like, oh, it's good luck to eat blah, 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 whatever. Well, I'm, I am not a seafood person at all, with the exception of, um, like, I don't mind crab meat. Uh, crab meat, like so, yeah. like a crab cake type of yeah, thing? like a crab okay. cake. Okay, um, yeah, like tuna fish, but I don't really consider that. Um, but you're not seeking out the the star kissed at the store, no, bringing no. home a little can of tuna to no, lop on a this, sandwich. No, but the one year um, since there was, I had complained enough about hating it. Uh, somebody threw me a bone and made, and one of the one of the plates was tuna melts so i was like cool i can uh, eat a tuna melt no i'm sorry i'm gonna put that in the poll here quickly what what was it called again the feast of the seven fishes the feast of the seven fishes and before we get too far if you, uh, you, you can vote on these polls as always at Stephen kyle facebook and twitter mm-hmm. that's where to find them yeah so that would be now that's not a tradition i look back on longingly and uh and i miss i think that there's a chance we might do that this year though but i, I just the feast of the seven fishes it might happen. Well, yeah. give me then. Then we can't go any further without knowing what this entails. Oh, what does, is there? The, there could be. It's it's just it's, random. It's anything as okay. long. Yeah, there, there's not a set. At least the way we used to do it, there might be um, a specific way to do it. But we would. Yeah, it would just be seven random fish. Like there was um, swordfish one year, which is good. I I do like swordfish. My aunt and uncle. Yeah, they got like this big ass swordfish. It was awesome. It was, uh, that was really good. Um, but yeah, it's just like, there's been clams and oysters right. and stuff like that. Well, and obviously, and I'm assuming your, your grandparents have, have passed. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously the going to the, to their home on Christmas Eve is, is obviously bygone. Right. But is there any there? So there's nothing like, you know, ah, oh, yeah, we you know we'll have hot cocoa and watch the Grinch or anything like that. Super seasonal. That you'll see in the old TV commercials. Now, maybe you're looking to start one. Maybe you can. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you bring a little new family tradition yeah. this year. So you've got, but you've got 48 hours less than to come up with a, to come up to with, come with up a, with a yeah, tradition. Yeah, to bring okay. over there for Christmas Eve night. Maybe it's a food related item. Maybe well, I mean, it's it, a. It would have to be cannoli. Like there's always cannolis on Christmas. Cano- Christmas, Christmas Eve cannoli. Well, yeah. So I looked it up. I found uh, the popular dishes for the Feast of the Seven Fishes. One of them, which is the most disgusting thing I've ever smelled, and couldn't possibly be good, is the bacala, which is bacala is, I think it's cod. So oh. it's like salted cod. Why not just have you munch on carp? With, but then that's put into, like, either pasta or a salad. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting. Uh, baked cod, clams casino, oh. codfish balls in tomato sauce. Um, but that, like, is cori Corifena, co- fe- which is dolphin fish. Uh, you got your calamari, or as my stupid family calls it, galamad. Um, There's nothing, by the way. I, and I've only smelled it because, again, I, I'm in with you. I'm not a seafood or a fish What about, person. like, shrimp? You do no. shrimp? No? no? Not even, like, a fried shrimp? You know, and in fairness, I haven't tried it in forever. Mm. So that is something that I need to add to I bet you know, you'd the enjoy, adult yeah, list. You'd enjoy, like, a coconut shrimp. Maybe. Really yeah, maybe good. I should try something yeah. like that because I've never had lobster. We'll get that when we go out for that uh, that, that medium, that medium steak rare, medium. Medium steak. Yeah. We gotta do that. We need to actually do. We that. need to do a medium steak night, and we'll do uh, uh, maybe an appetizer or some shrimp. Yeah, like a shrimp cocktail. Well, uh, what do they, do they call that? Surf and turf. Yeah, a little surf and turf. A little surf and yeah. turf, Steve. Yeah, I don't, I'm I'm not a huge fan of shrimp cocktail though. I don't like cold shrimp. That's no, no, thank. You. That, so that we'll, sounds we'll have worse to get normal. Yeah, we'll have to get like a coconut shrimp appetizer. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm not a fish guy. So is is cod like if you order fish at a restaurant? Is cod the fish you'll get? I don't know, man. Because I'm kind of getting the impression that this Feast of the Seven Fishes is the Christmas equivalent of cranberry sauce. You don't see cranberry sauce ever. Right. Thanksgiving, right? That's it. So maybe this is the one time a year they try to dump cod off on everybody. 
The only time I've seen cod is when is on the deadliest catch when they go that's cod what they fishing. Use, and that's what they use as bait. They bait for lobsters. Yeah. Or crabs. Sorry. Crabs, yeah. yeah, sorry. There's, a, there's um, a difference. Boy, there's a octopus salad. Oh, come on. Yep. A scungili. That's a sea snail. So these are all options. Shrimp cocktail. Yeah, of this entire list, the only thing I would actually eat would be shrimp cocktail. And even that, I'm like, meh, it's fine. And, hmm, shrimp? Huh. That's about it. To go back to your idea, though. Now, this is something. Now, you've made. I don't believe you ever did post it. You had some people ask you for your uh, for your brajol recipe. Oh, I never posted. That? I don't think you ever okay. did. Maybe I. I don't know. We'd have to All go right. back and check. But I think people were asking for it. Do you have either a family or a Steve cannoli recipe? No, no, because the cannolis we always got them from Gussie. Yeah, because my uncle, um, my uncle is, was very good friend or is very good friends with a guy who runs a pastry shop in South Philly, a guy named Gussie, and he would go over. And this is one of those places where um, it's run out of like the bottom floor of a row home in Philadelphia, okay. which a lot of businesses are right in that, in that area. But it's like, it's the quintessential place where you go there and you stand like the line is around the block and you stand there with your little ticket, just waiting to, sure. to get there. So since my uncle is such good friends with Gussie, he like sneaks in the back door and then they hand off the cannoli and he always tries to, pay him for it but nah no it's a uh, merry christmas just take it and so he has to like you know somehow sneak money to him yeah slip him you yeah. know a couple of 20s for these yep. family cannolis okay yep. so is gussie still with us gussie as far as i know he is yeah he made um the gussie's big claim to fame maybe like five years ago the pope was visiting philadelphia oh, i remember and he, and he was doing his uh he was doing a, a mass yep in Philadelphia, and it was going to be for like you know half a million people or something. Mm-hmm. And Gussie made like hundreds or maybe thousands of cookies with the Pope's picture on them. Okay, that were going to be like given out at the mass. And there was this big news story that one of the actually the the TV station that was home to none other than. Larry Ferrari. Oh God, was out there. I thought we'd made it through the end of the <laughs> no, year. No, 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 no. Just wait until next week. No more Ferrari, and here he is rearing <laughs> his stupid toupee head, his stupid rug, stupid as, rug, as my mom would say. Jesus. But yeah, so Gussie, yeah, Gussie got to make the Pope's cookies a couple of years ago. So Gus, oh, I, I thought initially you were going to say, yeah, the Pope went to Gussie's, and I was going to no. ask, when did a Pope visit start becoming? Like a politician's visit where they've got to go to all the local haunts, you know, and it will happen next year. You'll see whoever the Democratic nominee is or Mm -hmm. even before that out in Pennsylvania out, you know, having a Pat's cheesesteak and then walking across the street and having a Geno's. Yep. Yep. Uh, that, that, That for sure will happen. So what do we need to do to maybe have you, maybe Brother Mike, because he'll hear this, Mm -hmm. maybe plan this, you know, so the family doesn't know. You guys sneak out, go to Gussie's. Go to Gussie's. Go get a handful of cannolis for the family and maybe mm. have Christmas Eve cannolis from mm. Gussie's. Well, I mean, that's going to happen regardless. Okay. They, they will already, the cannolis will already be in attendance at Christmas Eve. Okay. Unless they're just delayed until Christmas Day, but I can't imagine that. Um, man, I would love to do brajol. That's the one thing that it's whenever... It's take for you to bring me back a cannoli, by the way. Just ask. That's all I got to do. You bring me back a cannoli? Nah, maybe. I'll see if I can <laughs> strap it in the ravioli carry-on. <laughs> Boy, they, like the ones in Boston, they were pretty good. Yeah. yeah. But like it's a Gussie's cannoli. Well, you get the impression, too. So the cannoli shop we went in, went to in Boston, I forget what it was even called, but it's, it's renowned for being a good cannoli. Mm-hmm. But it's also, and it's the way I kind of feel, and I'm not from the area, but I still feel like... Hey, every, you know, you can go to a lot of bars or, or taverns and get a cheesesteak. And they call it a Philly cheesesteak. And it's always their rendition of it, right? Yeah. So, it, but, so it'll always have additional stuff that when I look at it, I go, no, then it's not. I appreciate you making your own spin on it, but that's mm-hmm. not the same. This cannoli shop had, what, 80 flavors? Oh, yeah, something just ridiculous. Right. And I, I have that's a feeling insane. a traditional, good old-fashioned italian made cannoli yeah you get like two options you pick 
That's it. You're not getting, oh, I'll take a s'more, and then I'll take a, a cookie butter one. Mm-hmm. No. Gussie's not making a cookie yeah. butter cannoli. No. Gussie's got his cannoli, and if you don't want it, hit the road. <laughs> um, if anybody wants to uh, wants to know the name of the place, by the way, it's Iskro's Pastries in Philadelphia. Kind of by where you can find Gussie's cannolis. Yep. Huh? Oh yeah, Iskro's. I'm not sure what the uh, the address is. Uh, One thousand nine Christian Street in Philadelphia. Fantastic. So the trip. Absolutely. Back to the motherland, Steve. Mm-hmm. Few days away, the first flight you're taking with baby Evelyn. Yeah, five day jaunt. Now you're. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing, and it's what every parent does. You're you're going to overpack. Yep. Going to have eight million items for most likely. For, even though I'm sure your mom has been. Well, I have this. I have this. I have that. And yeah. yeah you don't actually, need to bring this. I, I think that um, the extent of like the you know diapers and stuff like that. That we're we're just going to stuff the. Uh, the diaper bag as far as full as you can. as full as we can. Yep. And then uh, you know because we over the course of let's see we get to the airport around nine nine thirty. By the time we're on the ground in New Jersey, it's about one. So really, I mean, in theory, we probably need two diapers for that amount of time. Sure. Um, but yeah, we'll just have a full diaper bag. And but yeah, mom's gonna pick up some diapers and wipes. They already got the pack and play there, so. Evelyn's got a place to sleep, and but that's really all she needs other than food, and yeah. uh, we got that. So Easy enough state to uh, to be able to tra- travel with. We booked those flights in, Evelyn was born September 21st, and we booked the flights within probably two weeks of her being born. So beginning of October, man, we booked them, and I have been nervous since the minute I hit purchase. It's just it's just stressful. The actual travel portion is stressful. Now there's no way around it, Steve. And I wish I had any things to soothe that mm-hmm. stress with, but there there isn't. And everybody who's done this is nodding their head in agreement right now because there's just so much extra stuff that you're not accustomed to bringing. And you've tr- you travel a lot. What do you bring? Do you just carry on a bag, dude? I travel so light, especially too. for the radio show. Um, if we're doing a fly out thursday fly back friday i have basically a backpack and yeah. that that's my my laptop all of the cables and adapters and stuff that i need for the radio show and then it's got a, a decent sized pouch in the back of it where stuff some clothes in stuff yeah. my you know my my bathroom essentials yep but i mean like for that for those trips i typically uh i'll bring like clothing wise i got like you know <laughs> A pair of socks, a pair of underwear, a shirt, and some pants. Typically, I just wear the pants that, you that had I on. yeah that I wear the the day that we travel, so it's one less thing to carry. Yeah, I travel like I travel light. I don't need anything extra. I travel light, and it's great. But this is this is going to throw me for a complete. Yeah, loop. I mean you're talking. I mean, and again, a lot of this stuff is probably there. But stroller, you bring a stroller. We're not bringing a stroller. Car seat, bringing a car seat. Car seat and the base. Two separate items. Yep. Yeah. Now those those travel free, but it's a matter of you have to go through the check in. Yeah, they're you still have to massive. Get them you got to take them through security, and yep. now I'm. Uh, I they're going to check. You know, any milk that you bring in bottles or bags. Right. That's all going to be. It's it's all a hassle. There's nothing, and they. But in fairness, that's not like TSA or airlines' fault. They're still protocols and things and there are some they try to streamline it as much as possible i mean you'll get to port first i mean yeah i don't welcome i'm not gonna um i'm not gonna say that it's not the tsa because in my opinion it is the tsa there are some glaring loopholes that even anybody with the the simplest knowledge of anything can uh can point out and say well that's a loophole right there yeah the whole TSA pre-check process is completely stupid, even though I have it. Oh, yeah. Because all that does is it it allows me to, you know, expedite my whole mm-hmm. security process because I've said to them, I'm not a terrorist. Yeah. Wouldn't that be an easy way for a would-be terrorist yeah. to, uh, you know, maybe skirt the system a bit? My very but own... Hey, what do I know? I'm just a guy. My very own mother-in-law traveled to the Cayman Islands recently for a vacation. And on her keychain, she has a shell mm-hmm. from the 21-gun salute 
at her father's funeral. Yeah. Made it all the way down there. No issues. And on the way back, got the full once over on why she had a bullet. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not at, at that point. Yeah. It's, at that point, it's, it's, it's empty. There, there's a key ring through. It's, it's a piece of, of metal, right? Mm-hmm. Had to go in the trash. Couldn't mm. bring it. It, it, it not, made it down there. No, it, it, yeah. there's no uniformity. So, um, it while it is stressful for parents, the process regarding, you know, how they do allow you to, sh- you know, fly with the car seat and stuff like that's all free to sure. check in. That is what I mean. Yeah. Is that's nice to be able it's to have nice, that piece of but, mind. Yeah, I'm still not going to say. Yeah, the TSA is pretty nice for allowing that because... Right. And that's not even I think, TSA. That's yeah. the airline I, thing we have to I allow think, these. Yeah, and I think overall the TSA is one of the most mismanaged operations that we have in this country. But we digress. We could do an entire episode on the stupid things that the TSA does. Sure. Uh, for instance, oh, you have to always take your laptop out of your bag at this airport. Okay, well, I didn't have to at the last airport. Yeah. Well, they should have made you. Well, they never have. I've flown out of there 50 times in the last yeah. two years. Well, I mean, it's just an accident waiting to happen. Seems, okay. Seems silly. Okay. Gotcha. Yep. So you have these big machines that can see through anything except for a bag. Yep. Wow. Good. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's coming up this week. Actually, while this episode is uh, just being released, you will be... I'll, be... I'll be back at home in the motherland. Gone. Yeah. Long, hundreds of miles away from your home. Mm-hmm. Having already endured the travel, Steve. Yeah. So that's uh, yes. uh, just a side note. There will be uh, the week after oh, yeah. Christmas. We're going to have the year in review episode. Oh, oh, oh boy! But there were a few that we didn't want to. We didn't want to exclude them, but they were longer segments. So we've decided to do two year in review episodes. You're going to yeah. get one on I think Tuesday. I think that's New Year's Eve, right? Tuesday yeah, the thirty first. Tuesday will be New Year's Eve, and yeah. then the one on whatever that Friday is, like the third or something. And so both of them will be roughly 90 minutes or so. But, yeah, there were two two specific segments that combined were an hour. So one will be on one episode, one will yeah. be on the other. We just didn't want to not include them. And there's 10 other segments. So, yeah. um, you know, it turns out, boy, as much as I want this thing to die, we're really funny. Yeah, we're funny. I mean, we're funny for great lengths of time. I mean, man, oh, man. Hard to keep us down. Um, so yeah, uh, the, special the, hello by the way if anyone has jumped on to the podcast recently, maybe hear about us on the Frank and Eric podcast. Frank is a, a long time. I've known Frank for twenty years now, a college friend of mine. Yep. And uh, we decided last week we'd do a little podcast listener swap. So hopefully, if you like their uh, like their podcast, you'll like ours too. And likewise for people listening to us that didn't hear us talk about last week, go check them out. Uh, Frank and Eric dot com. It's Eric with a K. Dot com and uh, they're on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Google Podcasts and all that. So if you do like it, just go over to their uh, social media too. I th- they have a know. they have a Facebook and a Twitter. Yep, both Frank and Eric. Just let them know that you heard about them on that. It's this Eric podcast. with a K. Eric with a K. I was I was struggling mightily last week when we were talking about yeah. the pie. I was searching for it on my phone, searching for it on iTunes, and I kept typing in. Frank and Eric with a C. Yeah. And in t- nearly 2020, with the technology we have, couldn't it didn't show up yeah. as even in like a suggested Which is crazy. title. I couldn't find anything for it. So I went back and edited that in the podcast oh, did from you? last week when we were doing the outro. And we said, hey, yeah, check out Frank and Eric with Eric, Frank and Eric.com. But then I did a editor's note Eric with a K. Nice. Because it is Eric with a K. So yep. find it there uh, and give it a listen. I think I've, I've seen we've got some. Uh, a few reviews on our Twitter, people saying they jumped on board and mm-hmm. they liked it. Yeah, so yeah, I, I um, just listened to one of their most recent ones. I'm probably still two or three episodes away from being current. Yeah, they did a review on uh, I think the 1980 something, maybe 70. No, it was like 1977 Arnold Schwarzenegger movie Pumping Iron. You remember the the like the documentary that was leading up to the Mister Universe. Uh, pageant is it a pageant no it's not a pageant mr universe competition really really funny episode and uh but yeah check them out frank and eric.com eric with a k and again that is something that we would be definitely interested in doing if you're a podcast that listens to us right now let us know i talked to to exchange some hits with i talked to frank yesterday he said that they want to have us on in the new year have us on an episode 
So I'm hoping that they want to do it the way that they they typically do because their their podcast is set up where they pick one thing a week, yep. or one thing per episode, whether it's a movie, a song, a TV show, sure, uh, a food like they did pumpkin spice lattes a year after we did pumpkin spice yeah, spice thanks. lattes. Jump on the board. <laughs> but I'm hoping that they have us uh, watch something and then we can jump on with them and and give our thoughts on it. Yeah, I'd love to be a part of that. Yeah. Love to be a part of that. Uh, so be sure to check them out again, Frank and Eric. So what do you got going on? You have uh, you have any travel coming up for no the holidays? travel, Steve? No, none sticking, whatsoever. Sticking close to home. Can't wait to keeping not the, travel. Keeping the the shades drawn, the doors locked. Yep. Keep away from my house and my family. Don't say hello. Don't drop off anything. I don't even want the mailman nearby. Nothing. Not even your hero, huh? Nope. Not even. Uh, just leave the packages on the door and get the hell out of Dodge. All right. I want to be left alone. Um, now you get back, Steve, next week. Yeah. And then we're going to have a little podcast family new year. That's right. Yeah, we've done that last two years, have we? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, last two years. So you... Uh, maybe a little game night. You and Katie little... bringing the boy? Going to have to. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah we're going to have to. Um, and he's he's a maniac. We'll just stick so. them. Uh, we'll stick him and Evelyn just in a room somewhere. Yeah. Lock the door. Uh, maybe shove some towels under the door. Sure. So, once they start screaming, we can't hear them. Yep. And that's key. And yeah. we'll just be downstairs getting hammered. Yeah, having a real good time. Yeah. That's that's right. how you party yeah. when you're a, a new parent. Yeah. That's how you get Give them a time. couple shots of whiskey to knock them out. So, Daddy-o. Yeah. Now, we didn't get to this last week, Steve, but I, I needed to interrupt what we were talking about because we never gave the update on your brand new neighbor. <laughs> yeah, I know. So... Let's get into it uh, and to very briefly recap because we do have to, uh, it's not going to be a very short episode, but it's going to be a little on the shorter end and we still have to get to the Steve and Kyle podcast staff gift exchange here yes. before we depart today. Yeah, we do. Um, so the, the three weeks ago, I believe I brought I so. it up that I, yeah. I saw someone pulling out of there. I gave the cursory wave. Uh, I saw eyeballs. It was not returned. We talked about that on podcast on the podcast about how I'm now beefing with your new neighbor. Yeah. You sent me a few follow-up texts that week that shook me to my core. They alarmed me. Yeah. And so I need, if you want to tell that tale, and if there's any update since then, because I know for a fact people are there. There's a wreath on the yeah. door. Since uh, since that, that text exchange like a week and a half ago, no update. Okay. But that update... Uh, the you know the the text exchange is key because uh, it must have been the the day after uh, you had your non interaction with yep. my new neighbor. I believe, uh, as far as I know, it is a man and a woman, um, roughly our age. Okay, at least appeared to be. So you gave the wave; it was not returned. Uh, we gave benefit of the doubt, saying maybe that wasn't even them. It could be. I don't know. Who knows? Somebody picking up their mail or whatever. Um, so the next day, I had a couple of things that I was doing outside. It was a nice day. We had a nice mild weather. So I was getting a couple of things like cleaned up and put away for the winter back in the shed in the in the backyard. The last days that you're yeah. probably going to be able to do that. Yeah. So I brought them out to the uh, out into the driveway. I hooked up my power washer. I was just spraying a couple things off before I store them away. Sure. And uh, as I'm using the power washer out of the corner of my eye, I see a car pull up in the driveway, in my neighbor's driveway. I look over. Guy looks over at me. Give the old wave. Very nice. Nothing. Nothing. So, but, so eye contact was made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, eye contact was made. So he then walked... Up Ooh. the up the pathway to the front door, which means if he's walking on his pathway, he's walking basically towards me. He's getting closer to me with every step. So he gets to the point just before he's going to turn to go up to the the front door. At this point, I'm just standing there looking at him, and I give the hey, and I believe I actually vocalized it. I think I said hey. Nothing. Wow. He walked in the house. And I just stood there like... What was the age range? Did you estimate? 
I think he looks like he's about my age. Maybe. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a couple years younger, maybe a couple sure. years older, but he roughly my age. And I was like, huh, well, this is like, this is weird. 10 minutes later, he came back out the front door. I did it at this point. I'm digging my heels in. This guy's going to wave to me or else. Listen, <laughs> whether this neighbor wants to be neighborly or not, he's going to be. The guy ignored me again. So he ignored me three times in the span of 10 minutes. And um, so I went back inside after I was done out front. And I said to Annette, like, I don't think we're going to be friends with the new neighbors. She said, why? And I said, I did. The, the guy just ignored me three times right in a row. He just, I waved to him. I said, hello. He oh. didn't even acknowledge me. Like he had to go out of his way to not make eye contact with me. Right. Now I know that I, um, because of this podcast, I get a rap for being guy who wants to be friends with everybody. Sure you do. Rightfully um, so. Well, and in this case, I don't even like, I, sure. If, if I found out that we had some common interests, great. We live right next to each other. Yeah. And I've said before, we're planning on living here a long time, but you're steps away. We are planning on being here until our kids are out of high school and into college, which is 20 years basically but you are steps away from there being any type of relationship with this neighbor i don't need to be best friends with you sure but i at least want like it's just common courtesy to acknowledge someone when they say hello to you even if it's somebody that like i don't know there are plenty of neighbors or plenty of people that i see where it's you just kind of acknowledge them. There's times when I'm walking into the grocery store and like you inadvertently make eye contact with somebody and you kind of give each other like the, how's it going? Nod. And I'm fine with that. Mm -hmm. We don't need to be best friends, but don't just ignore me. Like I'm not even here. It's kind of That's just rude. Like even you, the person who doesn't want to be friends with anyone, really. right? If you were standing outside and you're standing in your driveway and your neighbor across the street is in his driveway and it's obvious like you both know that the other one is there yeah and you just and you make eye contact hey that's it hell i initiated it three weeks ago look at I you didn't, i didn't even have to do that with your new neighbor i was just being friendly enough yeah. and it was met with the same disregard that you the resident of the house got as well that's not on me, right? Like no, something- God, no. You're because okay. at that point you're not. It's not like you're being needy. It's not like you're at the end of the driveway, like rolling your trash can back and forth, waiting for them to either yeah. come outside or something. You're not killing time. You happen to have this chance encounter, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with a cursor. Right? I won't turn that down. I gave one to a neighbor of my own uh, this yeah. week when I was pulling into my driveway. You know what I'm going to do now? Mm-hmm. I'm going to kill this person with kindness. Oh, Jesus. Whew. My body reacted <laughs> part, part way through that sentence. Why? What do you mean? And you finished it. Huh? Okay. So we're back on the cookie train then? Are we going to do like a, a Christmas package I, before you leave? When, um, Cause you have when I was outside, cool. when I was outside a few days ago, we had gotten a little bit of snow, probably three inches or so. So I got home from work. Later on, Annette got home from work and... Uh, or, or she got home from like running errands or something. She's not back to work yet, but she came in. Oh, she had walked the dogs and was walking up the driveway and slipped a little bit. She's like, yeah, I think we might need to run the snowblower because it wasn't enough where like no cars were getting stuck or she anything. Toss her the key and say, get to it. <laughs> yeah. Here you go, woman. Equality <laughs> things. <laughs> so I said to her, I was like, yeah, I, I, I was going to do it. I just hadn't gotten to it yet. So I went out there and, uh, cleared the whole driveway like short driveway so it takes me 15 minutes and then i looked over and my neighbor's driveway is still like they hadn't even driven on it yet so fresh fresh powder with like the little uh a pile probably about a foot tall at the end of the driveway where the plow had gone through and dumped some snow off and i thought i'm gonna snow blow their driveway oh no what night was this uh wednesday maybe 
Tuesday. So so it's been a few weeks. So you've you've yeah. mentally removed yourself from the shunning. I hadn't I haven't seen anyone over there since the, right since this. They're incident. obviously trying to uh, be shut-ins at this point. <laughs> right. It appears right. They're just going to live there. Like the next time we will see them is when uh, the coroner is there yep. to take their body out. The and old body meat wagon is yeah. backed up to they, the front yeah, door because they're those people that uh, didn't get out of their recliner for five years and had become part of it. So, so I thought, oh man. If I clear their driveway, they're going to know that it's like one of six people in the Zach. Yeah. So, I mean, because what do you do at that point? Let's say if you came home tomorrow and you're whatever, big snowfall and your driveway was cleared. Would you go around to the houses around you and ask if they Um, did it? Or how do you approach that? Yeah, I don't know. I think that I I think I would. Or do you? Well, I can already eliminate one because there's one like very elderly woman that lives across the street. You don't think she's out with the old pretty sure it's not her. steel snow shuffle and just nah. lop, chucking them over. Her pretty head. confident. It's not her. How old is uh, old, by the way, we're looking to move. You know? Yeah, you are. Yeah, I mean, looking to move into the Zach. Yeah, I mean, we look at houses. I mean, really? You know, I, didn't, I didn't know this. How old is old, thinking, I guess you thinking, uh, you want to be part of the Zach. I oh, can... no, no. I'll live on the Zach. <laughs> but not be part I of it. I will not be a part of this. Me and your new neighbor will be best friends. Okay. Because uh, well, <laughs> you'll be best friends that never communicate. Exactly. That's the only type of friendship I want. <laughs> um, uh, okay. So so you think you would go around because I think if you, and I haven't even asked if you did this. We'll get to that in a moment. I know the suspense is killing everybody. <laughs> but I think you kind of have to leave. Maybe a little sticky note on the door says, hey, Merry Christmas, your new neighbor. Right? If you did it. If um if I were to come home and my driveway was was cleared yeah my first instinct would be that it were it's the people right next door mm-hmm. because but they're moving yeah I mean I'm I'm friendly enough with them and like they would know that oh you know they have a new baby so maybe you know maybe they haven't gotten a chance maybe I'll help them out um I think I would though I think I would at least knock and be like hey. Did you snowblow my driveway? Thank yeah. you so much for that. That's incredible. And then just get very accusatory for a second. Oh, did I ask you to do that? Oh. Oh, so you think that's your snow to move? Oh, I, I didn't w- I didn't realize that all the snow that fell in the Zach is your snow. I wonder what the county sheriff will think about whose snow that was. Looks like a solid case of trespassing to me. Um... I because I think it so. So let me ask you that: Did you do it? Did you snow blow the neighbor's driveway? I didn't, and only because they pulled up. Okay, like as I because I had run out of gas in the snowblower, so I. But it was right as I finished, so I was up. I had it up at the top of the driveway, uh, back into the garage, and I thought I could put some more, put some more gas in there, and head back out, and at least clear like the big. You know, the big uh, ice sure. wall at the bottom of the driveway. Because, you know, if you don't clear that, if the plow comes through again, it's just going to compress and yep. compress. And it just then gets just get... worse. Yeah. I didn't do it. Man. I didn't do it. But is it, is it on your radar? It is. So, like, the next big... So, you're... Steve's there uh, every morning checking the, the 10-day outlook on his phone, thinking, all right, there's going to be a big snow next week, Thursday night. If I get up early on Friday or if I get home... See, the problem is I don't know, like, I don't know if they work, if they don't. I never see them come or go. And it's so, it, you know, how, like, mm. there are plenty of, like, there, there are people, uh, like, two or three houses down. I don't know them at all. I wave and that's it. But I still know that, like, you somewhat know their schedule because you see them leave at the same time every day or come yeah. home at the same time every day. These people, they're a freaking mystery. Man. I don't know what's going on. Has there been any any further with any of the other neighbors? Now, you've had the young couple with the minivan no. and the young kids. There has been a, a, a minor update on that, and it was a situation you were actually involved in. Uh-huh. Um, I uh, said... I didn't do it. <laughs> remember the day that we had the power outage? Sure. We were recording. We lost like 40 minutes of an episode. Yeah, and uh, Nosy Susie came over and Nosy Susie came over. Well, just the other day... Um, Annette brought that up and she said, Hey, do you remember when she came over, uh, during like when the power went out? I was like, yeah. And Annette said, yeah, I feel really bad about that because that was just, 
that whole interaction was really awkward. And I was like, really? Like, I remember it. It didn't seem, it didn't seem awkward at all. She, yeah. Like it was just, she, she basically just came over already, obviously already knowing that our power was out too, but it was just kind of like, eh, power's out again, huh? Uh, this sucks. And I remember like standing out there talking to her for a minute and then she ended up going back to her house. That was the last interaction we had with her. And then it's like, yeah, it was just, it was really awkward. And I thought, all right, I must be the problem here because to me, it was the most normal interaction ever. Yeah. Did you ask her what stood out as awkward? She, uh, I think Annette felt bad because at that point she was like nine months pregnant. So didn't invite her in, maybe felt. Yeah. Um, so she was like not up for, for visitors or anything like that. So I don't know if, I don't know if that's what the woman, like, did she come over because she wanted us to say like, come on in? I don't know. But yeah, it was Uh. weird that Annette brought that up and I was like, all right. We gotta win him back. Oh no! <laughs> oh, for God's sake! We gotta send him some cookies or something. Uh-huh. Delicious cookies. Give by him the way. I have to give her if I don't. See oh, her those. On the uh, way out, give the, her those my chocolate. Best. The 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 double chocolate. The dark Just chocolate. An outstanding so cookie, so almost good. like a brownie. I know it's a little like a little mushy. I was gone this week, or one of the days I was at work. The uh, one of our neighbors brought over cookies and their christmas card to katie when she was mm-hmm. home garbage <laughs> didn't touch him right in the can <laughs> all right so recently you've been the recipient of three batches of cookies yeah where uh rank them oh it's not even close your wife's those double chocolate yep uh, the, monstrosities. Uh, oh, what are they called? Like chocolate? Uh, I forget what they are, but they're... Just call them chocolate heaven going forward. Yeah. Chocolate heaven. Chocolate heaven number one. Your sister, mm-hmm. number two. You like them. Your sisters were number two. <laughs> Whatever the hell those disgusting things were that my neighbors brought over. Was it the garbage ones where you just go and you buy like a Pillsbury log and then you slice them off and no. stick them on oh, a sheet? Oh, I would have preferred that. Oh, for God's sake, Pillsbury does it right. You have my attention, Pillsbury. I would have preferred that. Other than whatever the hell these things were, like thinly sliced nuts on the top, like, uh, oh, like yeah, a pecan or an yeah, almond or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't need nuts in my candy bars. I don't need nuts in my cookies. That is for sure. The closest thing to a nut I want in my cookie is a chocolate chip. <laughs> Not a nut. Who the but... hell would pawn that off on a neighbor or anybody? That's like a sneak. It's like a de- that's like a declaration of war. There hasn't been a sneak attack this bad since Pearl Harbor. Oh boy, that might not not be a good comparison hmm. my kitchen was the USS Arizona okay all right yeah, I'll let you go with this one care to elaborate so those cookies are gone they didn't get touched they got thrown right into the trash can but, boy, Katie made some fantastic cookies last week as well, though. Listen. You put co- some over? They did not last long. That's I'll say that. But, hey, we have Christmas cookies, cookies that, uh, that I'll bring over. Managed to, managed to share a few. Family New Year's. Uh, some Christmas cookies? I guess if you want to give us leftovers. No, we'll call, in, we'll call them New Year's cookies. <laughs> I'll do like a... Solstice cookies. Solstice cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's no there's no firm date. It's just... Well, I'll tell you right now, it's sitting at home right now, but that's when Evelyn's getting her Christmas present. I hope she's okay <laughs> with uh, the New Year's present that I have wrapped as of this morning. Uh, that That is at home sitting, waiting to be delivered from Reed. Uh, he picked it out and everything. Oh, that's very nice of him. I can't, um, can't thank him enough. Yeah. Oh, man, those... Yeah, but the ones that, that Annette made... Ooh! Top notch. They're fantastic. They're Top good notch. cookies. They're right. so good that they give me heartburn. Why is it like we wait for Christmas time to make like all of the delicious sweets, right? Because then, like, I got I have some family members that when uh, you know either at parties or get-togethers, you'll see just those little like Hershey's Kisses with an M M&M and M, and they're like melted onto a pretzel. You ever had like those? Oh yeah, yeah. 
all of these things yeah. that should be year-round delights. We have this cookie. Uh, the one, the favorite cookie that I have that my mom makes, but only makes it at Christmas, is peanut blossoms. Mm-hmm. Where it's a peanut butter. It's like a round peanut butter, your standard peanut butter cookie. Okay. But then there's a Hershey Kiss. Like after they come out of the uh, oh. out of the oven, while they're still cooling, you put the Hershey Kiss right in the top of it. Man. And then it just oh, like. That I mean, that's everything. That's everything I need in a cookie and more. And I get the idea that if you had it year-round, it wouldn't hold that magic in your heart. D- disagree. That, you can't tell me I don't want that in June. No, not at all. I mean, it, that it's the greatest cookie I've ever eaten. You and I, we got half the reason I'm going home for Christmas. You and I, we have a hard day out demoing that deck of yours in back. Yep. Let's call it April or May. You yep. know, we're oh no, we're doing that. We're doing that in March. Oh, Getting that out of the way early. Super busy. <laughs> It's happening. What if it's like last March, which March here last year was one of the most depressing <laughs> months insane. ever. My God. I remember it was like four degrees. It was for awful. Like, for like three or four days straight. So we're out there, you know, you and I t- just sweating up a storm. We come inside. What if we want a chocolate heaven? What if we want a peanut blossom? There's going to be chocolate heavens there. That'll because be. So is, th- is that your, uh, your big demand for helping Demo a deck? God, no. I'm Some there. chocolate heaven? I'm there no matter what. Really? Oh, absolutely. One, it's demo. Already can't, can't fantastic. Can't really screw it up that bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, and, and that's fun and easy okay. enough. I mean, for cry, that no, I'm in no matter what. I want to help build and tear down and build a deck. I am in. I am okay. interested. All right. Okay? So, that, but the chocolate heaven, like, that's a, that's a nice little bonus. But I feel like... You know, and that's going to be like, oh, you know, those are Christmas thing. Well, no. No. Those now need to be no. a year-round delight for all of us. Yeah. Why Why pigeonhole it as just a Christmas thing? Absolutely. Steve, I don't think we can push this off any further. It's time for the fourth annual Steve and Kyle podcast, Cloak and Dagger, non-denominational, winter solstice gift exchange for the staff. Ah, there it is. Sounds like the mighty themes of your of your youth. Mm-hmm. You know, when you tried to download a song and you realized it wasn't the actual song, it was this. <laughs> but this is, outside of the Christmas rap, this is uh, the Stephen Kyle podcast solstice music for us. We wish you a merry solstice. Like K-Mac. Or Kevin and the McClouds. So this is this is the four, fourth year we've done this? I think so. And the staff all gets together. Well, the rest of the staff, so you and I have to do this on air because, you know, we're the on-air talent. Right. And uh, names out of a hat, the old uh, Solstice gift exchange for all the entire staff. I believe last year I had uh, Billy. He was over in the payroll department. Mm-hmm. I had Courtney. Billy's no longer with us. Had to fire him. Oh, I thought it was dead. Stealing. <laughs> it's just, just skimming off the top. Skimming off the top. Uh, couldn't, you know, we couldn't stand to lose the uh, the toiletries he was stealing. No earthly way this company could be going through as many as much toilet paper as they were. Yeah. So uh, I had Courtney. She gave me uh, a nice corn cob pipe, from what I remember. Oh wow! Yeah. Still use it? Yeah, every day using it right now. So Steve, I uh, we have the gift here for you. It looks like it was left on the uh, on the table here. Mm-hmm. So this is this is to oh, Stephen that from a non denominational gift giver. Oh, and look right over here. This is yours. Oh, oh. yeah. It, so All this right. one uh, this one looks like a, a about a shoebox size rectangular box, not quite as tall. And and the what? I know, oh man, am I? I'm getting kind of excited. This is an envelope, Steve. It Ooh. could be anything. It could be. Tickets? Sure. Big show coming up? Now, I'll have you know that... Super uh, Bowl? Um, the the person that drew you, they reached out to me. Uh-huh. He said, uh, had some had some complications. Asking who my favorite band is? Uh, not quite. Why don't we... Here, how about I open this Asking one? Asking who my favorite sporting team is? Sure, yeah. 
That's where my favorite high-end restaurant is. Steve's opening his gift from his gift giver. Oh, look at this. Oh, beautiful two-piece non-stick meatloaf pan. Wow. And boy, would you be surprised to know that the person that drew you reached out to me, nearly bought you... A meatloaf pan. Oh wow! They that's, told me that, and that's really. I'm, oh man, Look I at this. I kind of hope they did because I had a nice spot in my garbage can I needed to <laughs> fill this week. Uh, not gonna lie, yesterday after the radio show, we went out for uh, show lunch as we do before vacations. Mm-hmm. Went to uh, a local establishment. I had the meatloaf. Oh come on! And you're the youngest one there. No, 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 no. I'm the third oldest. Third oldest on that yeah. staff? Yeah. Man. Really? Look at this. So. Jesus. Dropped it on the floor. Who's older than you? Or who are you older than there? I'm older than Joe by... Oh, okay, Joe. Yeah, that makes months, sense. And I'm older than Kelly by a couple of years. Actually, who? no. Uh, the, the, the girl. <laughs> I know where they... The Free Beer and Howling show. <laughs> yeah. There's a girl now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. No wonder I stopped tuning in. That's awful. So here we go. Look at the beautiful two-piece. It's a shallow meatloaf pan. Oh, wow. And then it fits into a deeper pan where the drippings go. Look at that. So you got even a drain pan. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you to my, my now, how solstice does that, giver. How does that fit in your uh, loaf pan collection? That fits in pretty well. It's going to go right oh, next to it. It's going to fit in beautifully. Oh, man. And uh, going to make maybe a Christmas loaf? For just the... uh, possibly a New Year's loaf. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm busy. There's, We're going to have New Year's meatloaf. Uh-huh. Medium rare steak. Oh, boy. Shrimp. <laughs> and shrimp. All right. So I got to eat before I come over. <laughs> You're going to come in with a bag of McDonald's? Yeah. I'm going to have a... Make a beeline, just cut into the bathroom, stuff your face. (laughs) All right, so now what I hold is a shirt. I mean, I've got a feel for it. Yeah, what are you you thinking? I think it's like opening day Detroit Tigers tickets. (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. I could that could definitely be purchased on you Amazon. S- I believe I may have cut you off, so I apologize. Though you okay. said that you, that my gift giver reached reached out to you. They did. They said that um, despite. Oh, I'll let you know once once it's open. Opening these again. It's got to be like a big event. Maybe like the Daytona 500 or something. Is this a flight to Boston <laughs> to go to the the Bull and Finch? Oh. It's like it's a uh, solid looking through the paper. That is a uh... whoa, whoa! Hang on, hold the phone, everybody. You brought Larry Ferrari back from the dead? Uh, not quite. Uh, if you know, to, uh, see the note at the oh, bottom. Holy... <laughs> Larry Ferrari plays the music you love, the CD. <laughs> Well, that wow, is that, just outstanding. So, yeah, in speaking to your uh, your solstice gift giver, yeah, um, uh-huh. he or she said that despite ordering it via Amazon Prime on Monday, Monday, it is, it is now Saturday. Yeah, we're recording on Saturday. It should be here by next Friday. So, right around the corner, Prime. Yeah. Two-day shipping, Two-day right? shipping, Monday to the following Thursday, or so Friday. Larry Ferrari, and look at that heartbreaker. Uh-huh. Look at look that. Look at that stupid rug. Look at that hunk of man. <laughs> so, you, unfortunately for you, you won't get to spend the holidays with with the, with the crooner, Mr. Ferrari himself. He is, uh, now, it's not the Christmas album no, that I'm no. sure he released. Oh, sure. This is so I'll be able to listen to this all the year long. Yeah, that's the gift I keep on giving. <laughs> Pretty nice, though. Man, oh man! Well, thank you to my to my gift giver. You know me mm-hmm. so well. Thank you, thank you, staff member, and uh, apologies. I mean, I can't just the the shipping issues must just be eating at you. Boy, they are. They sure are eating at that staff member. 
probably just crazy upset, wondering why they pay such a substantial fee sure. for that for that free shipping, especially when um, when you click on it and it says that there are many in stock, that it's prime. Well, you I, I don't order. think they're running out of stock. Let me let me say that. Well, let me just tell you that this staff member then went back to the same page uh-huh. today, and it said it is currently unavailable. Well, maybe so this has something to do with it. That staff member seems to think that the stock level may have been one. Or they thought one... <laughs> Turns out zero, and they're trying to dig up the corpse of Ferrari to have him play some new tunes. But regardless, wow! Hopefully, you'll be in possession of that, and we can play it on New Year's Eve. What a happy solstice for everybody! Another uh, excellent gift exchange here for the staff of the Stephen Kyle podcast. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. A beautiful time of year. Plays the music. What do you think the music you love is? Well, it's uh, no is it doubt. it be all the organ hits that we know and love? <laughs> I wonder if it's uh, if they're covers of other organ hits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Ferrari's singing. Now, I'm looking. I just say, I just Googled Larry Ferrari Christmas. He has a Christmas Nothing album. Really. Is it on Amazon? Uh, let me look. See if it, yep, there's the Amazon. Cancel, I mean, this person will cancel it. I don't want it. At this point, it would be sitting in my car until next year when I can then again listen to Christmas music, this time with Larry Ferrari. Let me see what the Christmas with Larry Ferrari track listing is, if they have that, because, man, I, mean, oh, I can man. pull up the uh, 1983 Larry Ferrari Christmas special part one, uh, if you'd like, on video. <laughs> nope. Oh, boy. Hey, audio CD from thirty nine ninety nine. Whoa, that's a collectible. Not a chance. No, thank you. No, it's a beautiful cover though. It's got a poinsettia on the front. Looks like a poinsettia taken on a disposable camera that they then went to uh, the local drugstore to have uh, developed and used as the cover. Um, looks as though somebody wrote a blog post. Oh, about a. It's called a Christmas Yule blog. And where they review, I wish you the merriest, the Christmas album from Larry Ferrari. No, we're not doing this. We're not falling into Ferrari discussion. Well, let me read you the the first review for Larry Ferrari sing plays the music you love. We got Larry Ferrari brings back memories. Four stars. My mother remembers listening to Larry Ferrari on the television. Was in black and white TV at that time. Either way, she likes the music. But says it's not her favorite. <laughs> wow. Real bummer if you gave your mom a Ferrari CD and that's what she said. And she cut. Well, first of all, like, the mother getting a Ferrari CD is probably like, really? So her review is essentially, I remember this. It's like giving someone tickets or, or not even tickets because it's still live music. But yeah, it's like, hey, mom, what's your 20th favorite uh, folk band? <laughs> I'm going to get you an old record of theirs. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense, you know? Yeah. Well, either way, Steve, a happy solstice to you and oh, yours. Happy solstice to you and uh, yours Gift as exchange well. complete. Another rousing success here. Looking forward already to the fifth annual Steve and Kyle podcast Cloak and Dagger non-denominational winter solstice gift exchange. Mm, that's... Uh, next year, I think we're going to put some new rules and regulations into effect. <sighs> Uh, rule number one, we're not going to ask people to tell us when the gifts have been shipped because we realized later that, um, A, don't care, and B, even if we did care, and I'm kidding, we do care. We hope that everyone sends out the gift that they had, were you know assigned to send out, but if it doesn't arrive, there's nothing that we can do about it. Right. So it is, it is what it is. I'm not traveling to wherever yeah. somebody ordered this gift from. If uh, we if, hear from somebody saying that they didn't get their gift, we'll then reach out to you. Yeah. Then we'll start putting boots to rear ends. Uh-huh. If you haven't uh, even sent out a gift or haven't communicated with. I so I uh, saw that some, uh, I saw Nikki got a beautiful print of Radioville. It looks very nice. Nope. Nikki did not get a beautiful print of Radioville. That is a uh, uh, nope. That did I ruin it? I believe that's something she's ordering for somebody else. Huh. 
Well, they don't know that they're that she is sending it to them. Could have gotten it from anybody. Could have come from anybody. That's the beauty of the solstice. <laughs> Sorry, Nikki. Speaking of ruining things, <laughs> you should tune in next week. Again, a reminder. <laughs> the Steve and Kyle podcast will not be on hiatus no. next week. In fact, you'll be getting two episodes next week. You'll get one on the 31st and then, the, what, the 3rd, I guess? Yeah, I believe Jane. Yeah, yeah. Thirty first. Well, I, I think Friday probably the is third, a fair time. Yeah. yeah, and then we'll be back uh, with a new, brand new episode the following week. But thanks for um, all of the suggestions. I think we got a couple suggestions on what we should put on the year in review, so we've yep. included them. Uh, but yeah, there were just a few that we didn't want to split up. We didn't want to not include them because right. they were. It was such a huge point of the entire year, like our trip to Van Wert. We couldn't not put it on there just because it was a half hour long. So that's going to be on one of the episodes, and a bunch of other stuff is going to be on there. But this is this is our last live episode for 2019, right? This is it, man. Yeah, this is it. You'll Next week, you'll tune in. You'll hear the soothing sounds of the fire as you, we take you down memory lane. Can you believe that the next time we record a live episode or an episode like on our regular schedule, it will be the fifth calendar year that we have recorded a podcast? Because we did 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Unless. Unless it all falls apart in the next. Ladies and gentlemen. 10 days or so. It has been a good run. Maybe we'll see you around the calendar. <laughs> <laughs>